0: Hello and welcome to Converge Coffee. I'm Eric Deckers and I'm joined by my friend and fellow Hoosier, Jay Baer. Jay is the owner of Ursus 10 and is a high up muckety-muck in the world of social media marketing, customer experience, and customer satisfaction. He is a seventh generation entrepreneur, a Hall of Fame keynote speaker, and the founder of five million dollar companies. He is also a New York Times bestselling author and has written seven business books, including Utility, Hug Your Haters, and the now revolution, which is why I hate him. He's <laughs> just published his latest book, The Time to Win. So Jay, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, my friend. Great to see you. It's been too long. Excellent. It has. So I, I heard you recently on Scott Monty's podcast. Yeah. I that I should talk to Jay for kind uh, of you. for Converged Coffee, and so uh, and you talked about your book, and so I wanted to hear a little bit more. Uh, about your your latest book, The Time to Win. Why is speed, and I remember you talked about this uh, in, in Scott's podcast, it's not just being faster, but sometimes being slower. So why is speed and time so important to companies these days?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, when I started working on this project, my observation, Eric, was that we have a different relationship with our time coming out of the pandemic. And a lot of the trends that you see, you know, Quitting and the Great Resignation, and people not to go back to the office because they don't want to commute; they want to work from home and uh, leisure travel, which is when people bring their kids to the conference and double dip the trip. Even the pitch clock in baseball, right? Average baseball game twenty six mm-hmm. minutes a night shorter now. All of those trends are the same trend, which is that we care about our time and how we spend it more than we used to. So that has huge implications for for business because today. When you respect your customer's time, they will give you money. And when you disrespect your customer's time, it may very well cost you money. But as always, before I work on a book, I want to validate those assumptions with research. So I conducted a really significant research project to see if, in fact, this thesis was true. And it is. Two-thirds of customers now say that speed to them is as important as price. And if you accept that as true, you think, well, geez, do I run my business as if that were true? Do I run my business as if two-thirds of my customers believe that speed and responsiveness is as important as what I charge them for my goods and services? So uh, we think there's a real opportunity for businesses to lean into kind of the perfect amount of elapsed time and use that as a differentiator for the next two or three years uh, until their competitors figure it out. And and you kind
0: of said the, the key thing, the perfect amount of time, because you said uh, that There's some things that we don't want to have happen quickly. Like when we order food at a nice restaurant, we don't want it to come out five minutes later. It's suspicious. Yeah. It should take a while.
1: Like if you call, if you call an attorney, you know, Hey, I got a legal problem. And he's like, great. Can you meet in five minutes? You're like, I, I would have expected this great attorney to have a busier calendar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a point at which rapidity reduces trust. And you've got to make sure to not fall into that trap. Uh, a more common example uh, is chatbots. So everybody has used a chatbot probably on a website. Almost all of the chatbot companies program in an intentional delay into their responses. It's all AI. It's all AI. The second you hit submit, it could, it, could, it could spit out the answer. But when they do that, people are like, that was awful fast. That must be a robot. I don't trust this information <laughs> now. So they program in like the fake ellipsis, it looks like an animated ellipsis, and it's like, oh, yeah, the robot is thinking. It's BS, man. It's just a fake delay to build your confidence in the response. Interesting. What you want is what I call the right now. The right now is the perfect amount of elapsed time in every interaction. It's certainly not too slow, but it's also not too fast. So the way we define the right now is, in the research uh, backs this up, just slightly faster than people think it should be. Just slightly faster than people think it should be. And 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 you are in control of that at some level, because you can dictate what people's expectations are. For example, uh, a good friend of mine is an airline pilot for American. And I saw him last week, he had a, a layover in Indianapolis. So we got together and, and wasn't even talking about the book or the research. He just said, you know what I do? When air traffic control um, tells me there's going to be a delay, whatever they say, I add 50%. So if air traffic control says it's going to be a 10-minute delay, I come on the intercom and I tell the passengers it's going to be 15 minutes. And I do that because then if it only ends up being 12, I can get back on and say, it's only been 12 minutes, people, and we're getting ready to go. And nobody's stoked, right, because he's exceeded expectations. Okay.
0: So uh, what – what effect is companies ignoring their perfect response time having on their bottom line?
1: Massive. Half of all customers will hire whomever contacts them first, regardless of price. Really? So that has pretty significant revenue implications. Furthermore, it's not just important to be fast at the beginning of the relationship, it's important to have a culture of responsiveness in the organization because we interpret responsiveness as respect. 85% of customers say that speed is a critical factor in their brand loyalty. At some point, every customer has to revalidate the decision to buy from you. Should I buy from Eric again? And one of the deciding factors in whether they buy from you again is Do I feel like direct respects my time? And if I do feel that way, I'm more likely to renew. And if I don't feel that way, I'm less likely to renew. Mm. So, in all forms and fashions, responsiveness has an impact on revenue. And the part that I really want to make sure everybody understands is when you lose business because of speed, it's almost always invisible. Like, if you, I talk about this a lot, I got a painter for the house here got 3 bids as you do. First painter called me back in 4 hours, second painter called me back in 2 days, third painter called me back in like 11 days at which point I'd already painted the house. A little too slow. I hired the first one even though he was the most expensive because again, speed more important than price. So, painter 2 and painter 3 think they lost on price. We always think it's price. That's the story we tell ourselves. But it was speed. And there's no report or analytics that show you that you can't run a report that says, show me all the business I lost. Cause I wasn't fast enough. It doesn't exist. So this is why it's so dangerous for business. When you lose because of speed it's almost always invisible. Okay. So if
0: things keep going the way they are, are we going to reach a point in time where people want instantaneous results? I mean, I can yes. order certain things from Amazon and <laughs> yeah. it will be here in four hours. Well, what if yes. four hours isn't enough? So how do we, how do we future-proof against unreasonableness?
1: Um, well, there's two things. One, I mean, look, I've been doing this for 30 years, man, and, and speed expectations never go backwards. They just don't. I've never heard a customer in my long career say, you know, I've been thinking, and uh, next time, why don't you guys just do that more slowly? Like, people just don't say that, right? I mean, what was fast five years ago is commonplace now. In five years from now, it'll be different and different and different. And you, you nailed it, right? I mean, Amazon and other companies have trained us that every Uber, um, even even something like Tinder, right? Press button, have date, right? I mean, it's just it, it's just everything is getting faster, and that genie's not going back in the ball. How you guard against unreasonableness is by being better at setting expectations. And explaining to customers why things take as long as they take. And and most companies either, A, don't set time expectations, or B, if they do, it's just like, allow 7 to 10 days for delivery. Well, one thing that's true, especially about younger consumers, is they don't take anything at face value. You can't just tell them 7 to 10 days. You have to say, 7 to 10 days, and here's why, and here's what's going to happen during those 7 to 10 days. And if you do that, if you actually go to the trouble of explaining it, usually you can get, you know, people to actually like, Oh, okay. I get it. I understand why it takes this long. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So let's switch
0: gears up uh, a little bit and talk about you yourself personally. How do you take care of yourself? How do you, how do you relieve stress and stay in shape? And,
1: uh, well, I don't, I don't stay in shape, uh, at all. So that's a, that's a false, a false premise. I (laughs) disagree with the question. Um, I am I am really really fortunate that I have a, a ton of great friends here in Bloomington, Indiana, and then a, a lot of uh, people that I'm fortunate to know all over the place because I travel so much. So I I am really really fortunate that I can surround myself with smart, funny, interesting people um, pretty much any time, and I really use that as an opportunity to sort of refresh and recharge. Uh, I am I am not an introvert uh, clearly but i i take as many as i can to just be around people who who kind of fill me up and then finally what do you do for fun well my side hustle is i am now the number 2 non-celebrity tequila influencer in the world <laughs> um which is <laughs> strange so um i spend a lot of time uh rating reviewing describing, explaining tequila uh, on Instagram and TikTok for hundreds of thousands of fans. Uh, and it started off as what I do for fun, but now it's actually become a company. So it's still fun. But uh, sometimes when, you, when your hobby becomes a business, it's like, oh, now I feel a little bit obligated to do this. So we're, we're sort of right in that bridge area between uh, is this still a passion project or is this now another J-Bear company? Yeah. So do you have a backup hobby? The backup hobby is right now, uh, not really a hobby, but certainly a time spender, is, is trying to interact with my kids as much as possible. Uh, they, they're both out of the house. They're both in their very first jobs um, and, and trying to just, you know, my son started his first job Monday, like four days ago. Oh, cool. And it's like, you know, he's never worked in a business, right? And now he's in like this 1,500-person company. And and sort of be like when HR says this, here's what that means, right? So I sort of feel like I'm I'm like real world translator guy. So I'm spending a lot of time on that right now, uh, which is uh kind of kind of exciting. And then uh backup hobby, especially right now seasonally, you know, you gotta get into that fantasy football. You gotta be got to be fantasy football devotee. And uh I absolutely am.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Well, Jay Bayer, thank you so much for your time. And uh it's good to talk to you. It's good to see you again and uh glad everything's going well
1: always a pleasure uh please let me know next time uh, you're up here in the land of the hoosiers and uh we'll we'll, we'll do coffee the right way absolutely well thanks a lot you bet